Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. We had to bring back this guest because we got so many, I'm not exaggerating, sincere and fabulous compliments. That doesn't happen every time. Every guest doesn't get that, Jess. So my darling, Jess Ponce is back. Hello, Jess. Oh my God, how are you? It's so good to be here. I miss you too, and, it, and it's so crazy in our COVID world that we haven't been able to like connect and have a cup of coffee and maybe a shrimp salad and just hang out and, and reconnect. So I'm glad we're getting that opportunity to do it right here. I need people to know Jess who you are. First, you're a very dear friend of mine. Secondly, we were business colleagues on all sorts of different projects. Not all, you know, certainly not all when you were a producer or I was a, a food stylist, we've done different projects. But it basically all kind of boils down to presentation. That's what I feel like you and I have done in our lives. Do you know what I mean? Presentation. Absolutely. You know, you with the visual aspect and how we relate to food and how that's presented, I think is very similar to what I've done in terms of how do you present yourself? How do you present your message and the things that you represent. And in our world, which is very different than what it was when we first started, the only medium was television and actual print. But now you have so many other things that we're working with, uh, one of which happens to be you know, Zoom, which we're recording our interview on right now. And I find that the technology came out, well, the technology has been out for a while, but we all became familiar with it, you know, in 2020, because that's the way we needed to communicate and we needed to connect with people. And I feel as we move into the future, that sort of medium is still not going to go anywhere. It's going to be one of the tools that we use. And what I find is the delight that Zoom brought work into our homes so the way that we presented ourselves, since, since I focus on, on the way we present ourselves and our brands, it, it brought down the curtain and we got to relax. And we didn't have to be so uptight anymore because you know, there would be babies crying, there would be dogs barking, there would be spouses and relatives and all kinds of people walking in the background and, and hopefully with clothes on, right? Yes. Yeah, I didn't say this, but I'm sure, and some of you already know this, if you listen to that. Jess has been an international trainer for speakers, for television people. Now, what's interesting, I'm sure, Jess, that not everyone knows unless they've been in TV like us, a good producer. So when you were, I remember you being a producer's assistant at KTLA. <laughs> yes. Your job early in life when you're a producer is to handle the talent or handle people, handle a guest. And I know, I watched you in action. People get asked on TV. They're so excited they could hardly wait. Then when they got to the studio and somebody may have even fluffed their hair, but I remember you saying to them, let's go over your points. Or it was always during the rehearsal when you played like the host of the show and then you, you know, people don't realize that there should be rehearsals for television segments because that way you don't have the frightened deer in the headlights. But I watched you early, okay, 
starting on now, which is just, and Jess has written a second book that we'll talk about because when I, Cindy was the one, Cindy texted me and said, Jess has a new book out. And I don't know how I missed that, <laughs> Jess, but uh, maybe because I'm just old, I don't know why. But Cindy was the one that said, bring Jess back. And because your new book is called Awesome, which I think is so adorable, Seven Keys to Unlock the Speaker Within. And what you just said, Jess, if people are on Zoom, which they're still going to stay on Zoom, because I, I think now with COVID lifting a little bit, people are, are going to need to go to work, but everybody's not rushing back to an office. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. your, your points of being an effective speaker are more important now than ever. Yeah, I, I you know, and thank you for, for taking me back down that memory lane. It, uh, it has been, you know, I, I, I am blessed and I am fortunate uh, to have had some wonderful opportunities to meet some incredible people, you being one of them, one of my favorite people that I've ever worked with in the industry and that I love. And uh, oh, I, I love that. <laughs> oh, I, I look at I look at Denise as my crazy aunt, or I should say my crazy sister, right? Um, oh, better, better. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that when we were working in television back in the day, it was really important to prepare and to know your message and to be able to articulate it in your own way whether you were somebody who was there to promote a book or you were a subject matter expert like a doctor or even a chef. And I think today the medium may have changed. So we may not be on TV, but we are on video. And we have to be able to speak in a way where we can get our points across. And so preparing is always really, really important regardless of whether it's on Zoom or TV. I think where we get confused and where we, you know, sometimes get in our head is that we, we overthink it, you know, and, and, and video has been more available and we're living in a time when video is more forgivable than it's ever been. So if people can just relax and be themselves and still, you know, rub two sentences together, you know, not freak yourself out where, you know, you, you get there and you're like, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what to say. But <laughs> even if you stumble, even if you do, um, or, um, um, you know, that's fine because that is part of our nature and people want you to win. That's a huge thing. The people that are looking at you on video, whether it is somebody who is interviewing you for a job or it is somebody who is on the other side of a screen that happens to be a coworker or somebody you're pitching, they want you to win and they want you to be quick because we're all tired of being on Zoom. Such, now this, I have to tell you, this is a huge, this is a huge point you just made, Jess. And I say this because confidence ties into it when we go over a couple of points that you have to help people. I have found that people in my, I mean, in a 40 year career, people wanted to help me. People wanted me to succeed. People didn't want me to fail. And yet the fears that we create for ourselves, like being taped or on a Zoom thing, that comes from being afraid. Now, so being afraid doesn't get you anywhere. Do you see what I'm saying? And so, but thinking what you just said, that people want you to succeed, maybe the confidence that you need to 
do a better pitch or interview or, you know, um, whatever. People are, I've had several friends. These are women in their 50s. They are not ready to quit working. You know, one of the problems I feel terrible about with COVID is some people's careers may go away because they just kind of almost got eliminated or obliterated. Obliv can't say that word. If Cindy could, if we could hear Cindy, she'd say it for me. She's very good about giving grandma the words. But obliterated. Thank you, Miss Cindy. People's careers are just, some people's careers have, uh, not their fault, have just disappeared with this year off. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, but several women have said, tell me, they'll say, I'm so scared. I have to do an interview, um, a Zoom interview. I'm hoping to get the job. They both got the jobs. But I said to them, practice, go in the bathroom in front of the mirror. Look at yourself. Is your hair too wild today? You know, even if it's pretty, it'd be pretty going out to a bar at nighttime, but should it be pulled back? Do you know what I mean? For your interview. I mean, but I, I just look at you, Jess, and I have to say this so people know, your tips have helped me enormously. Okay. Oh. Uh, you you um, you could not help with the swearing and the inappropriate language, <laughs> but you have been a big help to me. But I need people to know something for inspiration. You had a stutter as a child, mm -hmm. you were chubby as a child, and you were bullied as a child. Now, that uh, the story of success that you grew up to be an international trainer and speaker for other people, come on, that's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. And it, everybody's journey is unique and everybody has a thing. Whatever that thing is that gets into their head where they feel like they're not good enough. They may not like the way they look. They may feel heavy. They may feel like the way they articulate something or the sound of their voice. But those things can be overcome. And I think there, there are two ways that I like to look at this. So you mentioned confidence. So let's talk about the, the, the three C's. And this is sort of an internal. It is clarity, confidence, and charisma. Clarity is when you go in and you know who your audience is and you have an agenda. So that audience is, is specific that audience wants and needs something different than other people. For example, and I always use this as a marker, like the Today Show, you're, you're speaking to parents who are home, people who are in a rush, getting ready to go to work. Uh, there may be kids and dogs and other things that are going on in the background. So you have to be quick, you have to be concise, and you have to know that that audience is very family oriented. Versus like a Jimmy Kimmel or one of the nighttime shows, the audience is a lot more rough. They want stories, they're going to bed, and it's not as quote unquote family friendly. So each one of those audiences will facilitate what kind of stories you tell. Likewise, you may talk to your boss in a certain way. You may talk to somebody who hopefully is going to hire you a certain way, and you're going to talk to your friend in a certain way. So it's important to know your audience so that whatever agenda you have, you can be clear with. As confidence goes, I think you're an incredible example because you are who you are. And you've always been that swearing or, you know, great stories. Oh my God, if you guys ever get a chance to sit here and listen to Denise tell stories, 
sit there and make sure you got three hours until she kicks you out because and, you'll just want, you'll want to listen to all of them. And bring your own bottle. Because <laughs> <laughs> she ain't sharing. I'm not sharing. And so <laughs> confidence is, is knowing yourself and knowing your content. So using you as an example, Denise, you know food. Yep. You know, you know how to, and like, it's, it's damn good. Like there, there is nobody better, but all of us know something at a minimum. We know ourselves more than anybody else. And so it's knowing your subject matter. And the second part of confidence is knowing that it's valuable to somebody. So, you know, your subject matter and you know that it's valuable from there, how you stand, how you articulate will flow but you have to be able to appreciate it. Too often people think that confidence is when you stand tall and you're able to have your shoulders back and, you, and that's gravitas, that's not confidence. Got it. And the third thing is charisma. And here I think it's really important for people to realize that you're not gonna be Robin Williams. You know, you're not gonna be able to, to sit there and, and be this big magical figure, but you can be the best you possible. So if you are somebody who is sincere, if you're somebody who's witty, if you're somebody who is deep, then be that person. Let your charisma show up, not measure it by somebody else. Oh, Jess, you could have saved me five years of therapy with that. <laughs> <laughs> you just, we got to get t-shirts with that printed on it. Okay, it's the truth. And this is just from sales, Jess. My father was a really, really successful real estate broker. And one of the tricks, though this was a trick in his, but his authentic trick, he was had very poor hearing. So he would constantly ask people to repeat themselves, but he said it in this low, wise voice and he'd say now tell me again what what kind of house you're looking for or what you can really comfortably spend and so he made people in a sales technique repeat their their words so they had to understand their own desires do you see what i'm saying and then because sometimes when people repeat things when they hear it, they hate oh that's kind of ridiculous is it i mean it would be like saying oh i want a house on the you know i want a house in malibu but malibu on the water but i only have thirty nine thousand dollars <laughs> so he could make people repeat things so they would hear their own you know, information, and it made the sales technique so much easier for him as he would repeat it. Does that make sense? But oh, was, absolutely, absolutely. Was, I mean, that is brilliant because it, when people hear themselves say something a second time, they have a little bit more clarity. That's right. Now, tell us about your new book because your first book was called Everyday Celebrity, which I think we gave a copy away, if I if I can remember correctly. I believe we did. Yeah. A personal branding guide from a Hollywood media coach. And now this one is called Awesome, as I said. Some seven keys to unlock the speaker within. And I just think that you have a couple of points here, Jess, that you sent me. This is so helpful to anyone. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like helpful if you have to speak to the airlines <laughs> to get a refund. I mean it. These are powerful points. So public speaking takes on many different forms. And when I reference public speaking, it is not just a keynote or doing a video. 
It can be at a toast when you have a social engagement. It could be, you know, even a eulogy. It can be a business pitch. It could be a presentation that you have in a business meeting. It might even be something that you do on social media. The way that I look at public speaking is anytime that you have a purposeful message that you want to deliver, you are engaging in a form of public speaking. And that means we are doing it every single day. And I think where we we get in our heads or we get confused is that moment when we realize the spotlight is on us, like, oh, people are listening to me. I have the floor. Well, you do it every day. What the seven keys are, it is relates to awesome because awesome is an acronym. So it stands for aligned, wired, empathetic, simple, open, magical, and engaging. Those are the seven keys we have within us already to be a really great speaker. And what I do throughout the book is I shed light that you can be aligned, for example. This happens to be one of my favorites. So alignment has to do with the three cores in which we speak from. We speak in our head or our thoughts. We speak from emotion or our heart. And we speak from our gut or our intuition. When those three things are aligned, you are a much more effective speaker. Let me give you an example. Quite often, we overthink things, as I've said a, a few times. And when we get in our heads, we cycle, we begin to spin, and we get nervous. And that, that energy becomes all-encompassing. But what we're doing is we're trying to avoid the emotion. The emotion might be, I'm scared, I'm nervous. Our intuition is, oh, we know that this is really valuable to these people, and these people don't seem to be listening to me. If you were to combine all three of those, that this is important, this is what I'm thinking, my uh, energy is really tense right now, or I'm nervous, how can I turn this into excitement? And the intuition is that I need to captivate these people. You can combine all three of these things to be a more effective speaker. Brilliant. Brilliant, honey. That's Excellent. I, you know, I've never thought of it. You just said if you can take the emotion, but you take the fear and make it, you turn it into excitement. Because that, yeah. Jess, when I've done public speaking, of course, I'm afraid like anybody else. But oh, we actually, all are. most of the time, I think to myself, this is, I try in my head, I think this is exciting. And if people are going to have to sit there for 20 minutes and listen to me, I want it to be the best it can be so they're not bored. Do you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I think there has to be. So I'd never thought of it the way you said it, but I think that I've been, I've done that intuitively only because I've sat through so, you know, I, I sat through so many times that I watched TV segments or worked with people and some were really engaging as you said and magical and I tried to learn from them and some people just didn't tap in and find that in themselves Do you know what I mean and I think it's because they were just too damn scary exactly what you're saying I, I know I'm kind of all over the but I've watched people and thought what made that person a great speaker yeah, and it's, it's challenging, especially you had mentioned uh, a moment ago some 
uh, people that you know, some women who are in their 50s who are doing job interviews. So a job interviewing, a context of doing that is really nerve wracking in and of itself, right? Because we are putting ourselves out there and we, we all of us, regardless of our age, our sex, our background, bring whatever we think our insecurities with this, let alone using a technology and being a certain age and feeling somewhat threatened or vulnerable in this very volatile economy. Yes. And, and it's, and it's scary. It's yes. scary. And I think the thing is, is you, you don't want to be fearless. A lot of people have this idea that, you know, you shouldn't have fear. For me, fear is natural. And it tells you that whatever you are about to do is valuable. So why would you try to fight that? Instead, use that fear as energy. Use it as excitement. Use it as curiosity. Use it as optimism. Whatever you can, you need to be in your body because otherwise what happens is you're trying to squelch. You're spending all of your time and energy trying to squelch this nervousness, this fear, instead of letting it flow and figuring out a way to use it to your advantage. Yes. You just said so many smart things. You are so smart. Now, listen, I'm wondering this. Do we need to have you come back, do a part two uh, right away and okay. I'll right away and we'll continue with this and I'll tell you why. Most people, and this is again, talking about every, what we're talking about in presentations, our most successful podcasts run between like 20 and 30 minutes, okay? People can will allow that, even when they're great and stuff. Otherwise, people say to me, oh, I listened to this this morning when I was walking to Nice, and then I came back this afternoon and listened to the other half. If they're any longer than that, people, it, it doesn't work. And you know, it's exactly, it, in, it's in our very fast moving society. And I get it because I listen to my own podcast and other podcasts that Cindy suggests. And about 30 minutes, I'm thinking, oh, I have to pee or I'd like a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So it would be my pleasure. Thank my you. Pleasure. I can bore myself. And I want to thank you for today. And I want to come back and we're going to do a part two and you're going to give us some more fabulous tips. I'd love to. Thank you. My pleasure. And uh, I'll be sending you some books. All right. Now I have to say, tell people one thing. Jeff looks so handsome. He's got a beautiful shirt on. He's ready for today. Uh, Mr. Professional. And before we started, I said to him, do you have pants on? <laughs> And, he said, and I, show, I showed her my legs. I have shorts on. That's it. But, but that's a button down for the for the oh, zoom. And the shorts are pressed, of course, because it's you. I mean, I, I don't have to go <laughs> back here. All right, Jess, thank you again for your time. We're going to talk to you again soon. Miss Cindy, thank you for everything. If you want to reach us, you go to our Facebook page, Women Beyond a Certain Age. Uh, we have a website, womenbeyondacertainage.com. You can reach Cindy and I at womenbeyond at icloud.com. And I just need you to know, I just got all three of those addresses correct, Jess, probably because I just spoke to you for 30 minutes. Okay? Uh, because I, you're awesome. I bungle them constantly. So you really helped me focus. So anyway, right when you all get work, thank you so much and good luck to all of us. Bye-bye.